Listener Production. Hello and welcome to another episode of Huh? Science Explained, a weekly podcast brought to you by Listener and Cosmos. Today, you've got me, Amalia Hart, finding out about cryogenics, whether you can actually freeze a human body and then bring that person back to life. If you're like me, your first introduction to the concept of cryogenics was probably the cartoon Futurama. In it, lead character Fry accidentally falls into a freezing container and wakes up a thousand years in the future. Now, there are people who genuinely believe that if they freeze their bodies now, they'll be able to be revived in the future, perhaps when we have more sophisticated medicines or techniques that could help them live longer. In fact, last year, a corporate dispute between a former husband and wife in Russia descended into the absurd when the aggrieved former wife seized the frozen bodies and brains from the pair's cryogenics facility. That's right, people actually pay to have their bodies frozen right after death, and it costs them thousands of dollars. But could it actually work? Southern Cryonics, Australia's first and only cryogenics facility, certainly thinks it could. According to their website, the process would go something like this. After death is legally declared, your body would be, and I quote, stabilized to supply the brain with enough oxygen and blood to preserve minimal function. Then you'd be packed in ice and injected with heparin, an anticoagulant which prevents blood clots. Next, water is removed from the cells of your body and replaced with a glycerol-based cryoprotectant. I know, it sounds like something you use to stop your car conking out in the winter, and it is basically human antifreeze. After that, the body is cooled on dry ice until it reaches a chilly minus 130 degrees Celsius, at which point it's placed into a container inside a larger metal tank and then filled with liquid nitrogen to keep the body cool. And there you stay, till someone works out how to make us all immortal. So, it's a bit of a process. There's actually a very common myth that Walt Disney froze his body after death and will one day come back to life, but that one isn't true. But there are some real-life frozen bodies out there right now. There's Fred Chamberlain, who, with his wife Linda, founded the cryonics organization Alcor Life Extension Foundation, which they set up so they could cryopreserve Fred's ailing father. Fred's father's brain was preserved in the summer of 1976. The first neuropreservation ever. Now, neuropreservation is when you just freeze the brain of the person. Full-body cryopreservation means you freeze the whole kit and caboodle. As of 2014, there were about 250 dead bodies cryopreserved in the US, with around 1,500 people signed up to be frozen upon their deaths. So, when it comes to cryobiology, what can we do? Well, we do preserve biological material all the time for science. We've been preserving some types of cells for decades, particularly gametes, which are the human reproductive cells, aka the eggs and sperm. These can be preserved for fertility treatments, and we can also preserve red blood cells sometimes, especially if they're of a rare type, so that they can be used for transfusions. We also use cryobiology in conservation. Let's say you freeze the germ cells, which are the cells that give rise to the gametes, of an endangered marsupial. If successful, you have the full genetic blueprint for that creature. If the creature is endangered or going extinct, you might be able to breed a new population in captivity to be released into the wild, or even in extreme cases, you might be able to clone it. We also use cryopreservation in medicine, for example, in cell therapy. Cell therapy aims to introduce new healthy cells into a patient's body to replace missing or no longer functioning cells. 
This often involves using stem cells, which are unspecialized cells derived from an embryo that have the ability to develop into other more specialized cell types. Aussie scientists are also looking at how cryopreserving platelets, which are used in transfusions for people with cancer, could aid in their treatment. Because at the moment, platelets have to be thrown out after just a few days. So there are a number of important functions for cryobiology. The problem is, only some types of cell can actually be preserved like this. That's because freezing a cell is a tricky business. If you could just freeze it by chucking it somewhere super cold, it would get damaged after a while because freezing forms ice crystals inside the cells, which can damage the cell's organelles and membranes, all of its internal parts that help it function. So to freeze a cell for use in biology, we have to add cryoprotectant to it. Cryoprotectants are substances that protect biological tissue from freezing damage by stopping the formation of these crystals, essentially antifreeze. And there are animals out there that make their own cryoprotectant, like some species of fish that live in the Arctic and Antarctic regions. But cryoprotectants are toxic to a lot of cells, especially at higher concentrations, so it's very hard to get the balance between not enough and too much. These controlled freezes can't just be applied willy-nilly to any old cell. We can't even cryopreserve organs long-term at the moment. We can store the liver, pancreas, and kidneys at just above freezing, 0 to 5 degrees Celsius, for a couple of days, but that's it. And that's a hurdle we'd really like to overcome, of course, because if we could freeze an entire organ, that would really change the transplant game. No longer would you need to rush an organ to its recipient. Frozen organs could just be banked up until they're needed by a new patient. And cells and organs are one thing, but a human body made up of some 37 trillion cells and a whole cavalcade of organs, including that highly important brain, is quite another. And since all the cells in a human body are so different, with different tolerances for temperature and different responses to cryoprotectant, you couldn't apply a blanket freezing process to a whole body, because by preserving some cells, you'd destroy others. At least for now. I'm never one to say never, but the tools these companies are currently using to freeze human bodies seem more likely to destroy your future self than make you immortal. But don't give up hope. Cryobiology is a cool tool in our scientific arsenal nonetheless. And what about the diehards? Those people who will still pay thousands of dollars to put their bodies on ice and hope for a more advanced future. I guess you'll never know if you never try. We'll be back soon with even more weird and wacky answers to life's questions, but in the meantime, you can head to cosmosmagazine.com for more science just like this. Otherwise, we'll be back again next week for another Huh? Science Explained. <laughs>